Hello and welcome to the Freddie Mac Show, where common sense and logic rule. Let's do this. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Freddie Mac Show, where common sense and logic rule. I'm your host, Freddie Mac, or as some people like to say, Freddie Mac, a lack, a lack, attack. So yes, and uh, please remember it's Freddie with a Y and Mac with a K. If you, uh, uh, for some reason, don't have my website in your favorites, you know. So, but uh, yeah, it's Freddie with a Y and Mac with a K. Uh, ever since people have been calling me Freddie, you know, if they send me a text message or an email, it's always Hey Freddie, and it's spelt with a Y. And then of course Mac is uh, half of my last name, if you will. So <clears throat> today. We are going to talk about, you actually believe that shit? Um, so this is going to be, uh, you know, just not necessarily honing in on every single conspiracy theory out there, but some of the most recent stuff that's come about, and <laughs> it's laughable. Um, so I really want to talk about it because I think it's interesting that that people of, you know, um, you know people with brains, if you will, um, could actually believe in this. I mean, you know, uh, in, unless you're born with some sort of genetic defect, I, you would think that everybody's inherently born with a little bit of common sense and some logic and able to critically think things out, but um, apparently not. Apparently not. So before we get started on that, uh, again, check out the website, www.thefreddymaxshow.com, Freddy with a Y, Mac with a K. I just uh, started marketing this. If you're listening on your favorite podcast uh, platform, go to the YouTube channel. You'll see the mask. And it says, yes, I am smiling at you. You know, uh, over a year wearing, you know, a mask now. Well, nearly a year we're, you know, wearing a mask. And because I'm such a touchy-feely uh, expression, uh, I express myself with my hands, my eyes, I just, I, I, I just, yeah, as one person said, I like watching your YouTube because I like your facial expressions. <laughs> so I talk with my body and my face and, you know, my eyes and, you know, my smile, what have you, of course, it's part of my face, but uh, that's just how I roll, right? So I thought about, God, I'm smiling at some of you right now, but they don't even know it, right? So I decided to come up with this mask and, um, you can find it on the website. Just go to www. Did I say like four W's there? Anyway, the three W's at the Freddie Mac Show. dot com. Freddie with a Y, Mac with a K, and then you can um, purchase as many as you want um, uh, online. So, um, so the upcoming episodes now after this, which is somewhat political, if you will, because it's the, these all these crazy. Um, theories that people believe in these conspiracy theories that people believe in are all mostly from the right side but um, again this is not meant to bash the right it's not meant to bash Donald Trump you know to get him out of office we've already accomplished that accomplished that it's just about you know and I'm sure there's a lot of people on the left that are probably believing some crazy stuff too but this is the most recent stuff that's coming up so why not talk about it but moving forward I'm super excited about uh, my uh um, let's see, probably another two episodes from now, 
because uh, the next, next episode is going to be about dating. Um, um, I can probably sum that up in five minutes, but uh, I digress. Um, and then you have a very special person that's going to be on. Um, we're going to have like a four-part series on health and fitness and getting motivated and thinking positive and how to overcome certain things in your life, uh, certain obstacles. And this person that we're going to be uh, talking to um, is a cancer survivor, uh, breast and stomach. So, um, but just an amazing, amazing person that uh, I met while I was on vacation. And I said, I need you on my show. You, you are just, just an amazing human being. So, and uh, you'll see why uh, when she's on and uh, we talk to her. But gives, she's going to give a lot of hope to people, um, uh, you know, have had cancer, or can- survived cancer, uh, what she did to get through it, etc. So that's going to be a, a great, great show. And then we're going to have uh, um, a uh, awesome young man by the name of Tadek from No Bull Personal Training. That's N O B U L L, No Bull Personal Training. And we're going to talk about some pretty amazing stuff. I just uh, saw him yesterday. We didn't lift any weights whatsoever. Okay. And my legs feel like they did squats the day before. He's got this amazing technique called Kinstrich and the Cars Method. And it just, it makes you use those muscles. Um, and not necessarily your body weight, that, but the way you are moving your muscles to get to use those smaller muscles that are around the joints and stuff like that. So we're strengthening and we're uh, stretching as well. And don't get me wrong, we do use weights, but yesterday my legs, no weights, and I am sore. And I am sore as if I did squats. Um, so, uh, this is, this is a great method for, uh, just anybody who just wants an overall better, um, you know, better health to be able to stand up without a sore back or, you know, get out of bed without a sore back or just be able to walk properly, stand properly, um, sit properly without moving your bodies to get a kink out. Um, and, and, and all the way up to that person who wants to do, you know, a triathlon, an Ironman, a, a, a long distance runner, biker, swimmer. Um, this is fantastic for them. I've already, cause I'm a triathlete, so I can already see that I've increased my, uh, mo- my mobility, uh, my stretch, my endurance by at least 10% already. He's monitoring me and assessing me, but I can, I can tell when I get out there, the improvement that I've made, uh, just from this, uh, amazing, it's, it's not new. It, it's just not, um, advertised a lot because everyone wants to see people running and jumping and screaming and yelling and sweating profusely and then waking up the next morning having to put a brace on their knee because they weren't ready for those kind of exercises but this is what Tadek does he gets you ready of course you still got to use proper form no matter what you know you're doing and uh, that's what I love about this this class and we're going to have him on and he's going to talk about what it's all about and the methods and why he loves us so much and some uh, some uh, uh, amazing success stories. Anyway, so let's get to the nitty gritty here. And that is, you believe in that shit? <sighs> Crazy. So let's talk about QAnon. All right. We all know what it is, right? It's a uh, wide ranging, completely unfounded theory that says that Donald Trump is raging a secret war against the elite Satan worshiping pedophiles in government. Right, Uh, and in business and in media. QAnon believers have speculated that this fight will lead to a day of reckoning 
where prominent people such as former president uh, candidate um, Hillary Clinton uh, will be arrested and executed. I, 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 I'm stuttering here. I'm, I'm, I'm completely at a loss. How can you read that and actually believe it? And this is like when you think about these tens of thousands of people who actually believe this, you saw them at the uh, Capitol building holding up Q signs and, and, and Donald Trump signs and, of course, uh, uh, the uh, Confederate flag and ripping American flags to put Donald Trump flag up. In a, I mean, these people, are, they're cuckoo. I mean, they're cuckoo. How can anyone in their right mind with, with even a fifth grade education believe something like that? I mean, I, I really truly believe that either they are not educated um, uh, and they, did, they just got completely sucked into the, to the um, brainwash of this Q thing. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, if they're so concerned about uh, a pedophile, uh, some sort of pedophile uh, thing that's going on, with Hillary Clinton in a pizzeria in some sort of basement, it's unfounded. You have no evidence whatsoever to even support the theory that it may be accurate. Instead of that, we know for sure that we have a sex trafficking problem in this country. We know for sure we have uh, a, a pedophilia problem in this country, sex porn in this. We know that for sure. And there's many, many places that you can go to to volunteer your time, uh, even invest uh, some money into it to help put an end to things that we know that are concrete and that are happening, not stupid theories, okay? You know, at least science. So when science says we have a theory, it's it's founded and based on something that they are concluding, you know what, this may actually be there because we have some evidence to substantiate this. We're not sure yet though, because it's still a theory. You have no, they have no evidence with this QAnon crap to substantiate that is true, except from one what guy, some guy said and signed off as Q, and it just snowballed from there. Ridiculous, ridiculous. So uh, it's it, there's so many different offshoots and internet debates and uh, QAnon. Just their claims are just enormous and often contradictory. Uh, duh. Um, so it draws a lot of attention to the media, and they love it. They absorb that. Donald Trump was asked, uh, you know, about QAnon. He goes, well, I hear they like me, so I guess they must be good people. Uh, boy, that's really good. I, I guess if somebody likes you, I guess if Hitler liked me, then I guess uh, he would be a good guy. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, we got we got uh, Margie Taylor uh, Green. Um, I, I can't stand saying her name. She's just... Uh, again, just repulsive. But anyway, she believes in Jewish lasers uh, that are starting these fires to, I don't know, make somebody important to make more money. And the, you know, the snowball, the fake snowballs coming down from the sky that they can't burn. It, that's not melting. I mean, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, it's just like so far fetched. It's like, what is going on in this country? What is going on with these people that we can't sit down with them and get them to believe that there's no Jewish lasers coming from the sky, there's no fake snow coming from the sky, there's no pizzeria where Hillary Clinton's sucking the blood out of babies? Weird. I mean, just weird, weird, weird stuff to even uh, to even entertain. Now, listen, 
you know, there's some stuff that I've heard before. I'm like, okay, I mean, could be true. I don't know. But I'm not going to go out on a limb here and go nuts over it and act like, yeah, Donald Trump or a person, let's say, is going to be the hero to end all this stuff. To We're going to end pedophilia. We're going to end all this. Stuff. We're going to end it all. And Donald Trump's the one that's going to do it. The most... Uh, how ironic is that, right? A man that has uh, uh, sexually abused so many women, ra- uh, allegations of rape, said the nastiest things about women and teenagers, went into their locker room. Again, I'm not trying to make this political. I'm just trying to dissect this and say, where's the logic in picking a man to save you from pedophilia when he probably was part of it, right? I mean, looking at women... You know, you could walk into a teen locker room and do whatever you want, see these half-naked women. Be- I mean, that's borderline pedophilia. It's like, and then this is the guy that you say is going to save you from that? Weird. I mean, just just absolutely weird to me. A little sip of water. And then they carry on by saying, nope, Donald Trump's still, he's still going to take over. He's still going to take over. Some sort of... So March 4th was, the uh, again, a day of Trump's uh, uh, reinstatement, okay? Uh, something about uh, all laws after the 14th Amendment uh, uh, ratified in 1868 are illegitimate. I, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't even, I didn't even want to dig deeper on that. I didn't want to because it just sounds so ignorant. And so outrageous. And look how long ago this was. I mean, give me a break. Give me a break. So March 4th came and went. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine looking up to somebody like that and just being so dedicated that you're going to believe anything that they say. This is this is the Superman theory that I've that I've had for a very, very long time now. And every time I tell people this, they they laugh their ass off. But it's so true. Looking at Donald Trump, an adult looking up to Donald Trump the way they do is like a little kid, right? Watching Superman jump off a building and look, and the and the kid looking at mommy, going, "Mommy, mommy, look, 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 look! He's jumping off the building!" And the son and the daughter or the mother goes, "No, son, it's just a cartoon. It's not really real. You can't do that. Otherwise, you hurt yourself." No, no, mommy, look, he's really doing it. No matter what you say, what he sees, and that's a little four-year-old, right? A little five-year-old. It makes you wonder, do these people, that's their, that's their mentality of a five-year-old looking at this guy as if he's Superman and he can't do anything wrong and he's going to be the savior of the world. It's a direct correlation. It really is. Somebody, a five-year-old looking at Superman jumping off the building is the same thing as these, these people looking at Donald Trump, saving them from some sort of pedophilia, um, organization. Okay, uh, I mean, they got him in a, you know, they made a gold statue out of him with, you know, American shorts on and a cape and they got pictures of him. Again, not political. It just so happens he he's the one that they're doing this to. And I think it's worth mentioning. Right. Because we're going to compare that to a man who's actually doing what he's supposed to do in the Oval Office. But they look at him like Superman because they put him in Superman outfits. They put his face on Rocky. They have him holding an American flag with a cross on, with a trim body on a tank. He doesn't represent any of that stuff. So just like Superman doesn't really represent saving the world, 
Neither does Donald Trump, but somehow these adults are thinking like a five-year-old. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. You can, you know, for you folks that, that are looking up and waiting for Donald Trump to save the world from pedophilia, you know, there's some actual concrete stuff that you can do and actually do some legitimate work instead of waiting for this man to save you who is, yeah, it's, it's just not going to happen. Now, uh, the latest is that Obama is Hitler's son. Yep, Obama is Hitler's son. So, you know, when I look at all this stuff, it just, it reminds me of like voodoo witchcraft, right? It's like, it's, it's, it's weird. Drink, drink this and I'll, uh, listen to me and I'll set you free, right? Listen to me and I'll take you to the promised man. Listen to me and I'll save you from the bad people, right? Um, let's dunk this person underwater and if she drowns, then she must have been a witch, right? Uh, Jim Jones, drink this Kool-Aid and you'll see the promised land. Everybody drinks it. Where's the promised land, right? Uh, vote for me and, um, you know, uh, we'll get rid of the deep state when actually you, you're, you're part of the deep state. But anyway, weird, right? I mean, you see like, it's like they're brain dead. It's like they really are drinking the Kool-Aid, maybe not literally, but certainly figuratively. They're drinking what they're being fed and they're actually believing it. I mean, you could tell these people, uh, Donald Trump can say, we're going to dunk this person underwater to see if she's a witch. And if she drowns, then she must have been a witch. I mean, this is this is how low it has gotten, right? And it, it just, it makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, what they are doing is actually diminishing the problem that we have in this country when it comes to uh, pedophilia and sex trafficking. It's a big problem. It's a big problem. And to minimize it, to this cockamamie theory is uh, is really a shame. It, it really is a shame. So uh, these are the same people that probably believe that the moon landing was not real. Um, I know there's some folks out there, um, you know, I know he listens to my podcast, so I'm going to mention his name. Um, I think it's Campbell's. <laughs> I, I know he'd be the first one to go, hey, man, hey, man, there's no evidence of that. <laughs> He's not, he's not a crazy guy. He's awesome. I actually want he's got a podcast as well, uh, called the soup can. I uh, recommend listening to it. It's laid back. It's chilled. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's not as good as mine, but that's okay. Oh. <laughs> so there's, uh, a, a lot of folks on the, um, uh, you know, on the FBI watch list. I mean, there are, and it's these, these people that are carrying the American flags touting this, uh, QAnon theory crap. It's these people, right, that are on the FBI uh, watch list. It's the Proud Boys. It's the KKK. It's the white supremacists that keep flying these Confederate flags. These are the ones that are storming the Capitol building to 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 accomplish what? Nobody really knows. They can't. We're against the government. What does that mean? What did they do to you? What do you? What what was it? For example, when Obama was president, that you weren't getting that you got from Donald Trump, except some sort of satisfaction of going to a rally where he's making stupid jokes and spewing out lies that gets you to cheer and say, yay, that's it? He makes you feel warm and fuzzy with lies? Come on, come on. And now, now, literally, at, at the insurrection, uh, Matt Gates, we all saw the pictures, okay? We all, we all saw with our own eyes who those people were. They were tens of thousands of Trump people. They heard the dog whistle. Donald Trump said, 
do it peacefully. One time in a speech of spewing of hate and you can't let this happen. You, you, you can't let them get away with this. You got to fight. If you don't fight, they're going to get away with it. Democracy will never be the same. And then Rudy Giuliani, a fight with combat, all this, all this stuff. So they did it. They did it. There, there's those, the small pea brain, right? They're looking up to Superman. Superman said, no, 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 we got to do this. We got, oh, we're going to save the world, right? And then they, Matt Gates turned around and said, there's at that night, there's evidence. He must have been in, in the war room. What can we say? What can we say? We can't, this makes us look bad. This is, this makes us look bad. Makes you look bad. It, you, you're now worried about looking bad now instead of the last four years. We saw this coming. You know, normal people actually saw this coming. But he said there's proof out there that there were that those were people that were um, in, um, um, uh, in, uh, looking like Trump supporters, right? Mimicking Trump supporters. That's not the word I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, dressed as Trump supporters, MAGA hats and the MAGA flags and the Confederate flag. Those were Antifa. Yeah, Antifa got together and said. Hey, let's go storm that Capitol building. Let's go do it. Let's go with our flags and let's make everyone think that we're Trump supporters, but really we are Antifa. And now what is Antifa? Antifa is an anti-fascist organization. They don't really have, I mean, you can look them up. It's not, you can't join them. It's just an ideology that they don't like fascism. It's not what they identify as. It's what they're against and they oppose so it's, it's, it's not, they're not known uh, for what they support. They're known for what they oppose. And that's uh, fascism, nationalism, uh, far-right ideologies, white supremacy, authoritarianism, authoritarianism, authoritarianism uh, racism, uh, homophobia, xenophobia. Who does that sound like? It sounds like Donald Trump and the people that supported him. Yeah, that's what they're against. Oh my, what a horrible thing. What a horrible thing. And you want me to believe that these people dressed up to make you look, to make you right-wingers look bad and they threaten their livelihood. They, they threaten their families. They, they threaten themselves. They, they risk going to jail, being killed, right? You, and you want us to believe that they did all that. They killed all these people. Uh, they, they got that girl shot who tried to storm the, the Capitol buildings, the chamber. Really? I mean, this stuff is just nonsense. It's just nonsense. And what Donald Trump has done has brought out the, the dumbest of dumbest people. Now, again, I'm not going to sit there and say there aren't dumb people on, on, on the left side, of course, right? But to believe in this stuff, that Antifa is worse than the KKK, the Proud Boys, or white supremacy groups, is just mind-boggling to me. Right. Antifa is nothing but an ideology and a thought of, you know, we're against uh, fascism and we're going to hold our you know, people accountable. There isn't any evidence whatsoever that they're violent or they cause a threat to the United States of America with domestic terrorism. No, nothing, nothing, nothing. So it, 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 it's crazy. I mean, but Trump's administration, his own Department of Homeland Security and FBI don't don't appear to view Antifa as a leading threat, but KKK, Proud Boys, and Q are domestic uh, domestic threats, uh, according uh, to the Homeland Security and the FBI. I, do your own homework. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't think so, though. Antifa is nothing. They are not a threat.
Not a threat to you, not a threat to me. Um, so here we are. You know, we're in the anti-mask uh, phenomenon here still. I don't get it. Um, Ted Cruz um, at, uh, at CPAC. Uh, Cruz, the governor of uh, South Dakota and the governor of uh, Florida. I don't want to even give, say their names. It's not even worthy of it. But they were at, you know, the uh, CPAC spewing. Uh, Ted Cruz go. I, I don't so I don't understand. You're walking to a restaurant. You got your mask on. Then you sit down. You got to put your mask on. My God, what is it with these people that this mask has become such a political thing? Hey, listen, if you're against the mask so much, then here's what I recommend that you do. Next time you're going in for a procedure with your dentist, uh, your doctor, and they're opening you up, so be an advocate for them. Say, hey, doc, you don't have to wear the mask. If you got to sneeze, you got to cough at the last minute, oh, well, do it on my open body, in my face while you're, you know, uh, drilling, uh, filling. I don't care. I don't care. Come on, people. Stop me. You you can't walk into a store without a shirt, right? Why? If you're such an advocate about wearing a cloth over your face, but which which simulates loving thy neighbor, which is what's in your Bible, Um. If you're so against it, why aren't you against the laws that say you can't walk out of your house naked or you can't walk into a store without a shirt? I thought you could do whatever you want to do, right? Why wear a seatbelt? I mean, it might not save you in a a car crash. Why don't you burn that too? Why don't you set the example for your kids, okay, and burn everything that, you know, can save your life? It's just, it's just... It, it makes no sense. I mean, they were saying Fauci is wrong. Fauci gets it wrong. Fauci's not always right. It just is it's astonishing to me. So I did a little homework when they were criticizing Fauci and, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Florida governor and the South Dakota governor were so proud of how they they're, they don't have a mask mandate and that um, their economy is open. They're so proud of it, right? Okay, so Freddie Mac did some homework. Let's check this out. Now, the, this is this these numbers are per a hundred thousand. So I called somebody out the other day. You know, look at this state. They only have you know uh, nine thousand, nine thousand, and and Michigan, it, you know, Michigan has uh you know more than this or less than that. I don't remember what state we were comparing it to. I said, well, you have to do it per capita. What's that? Oh my God. So again, you explain to these people what this stuff is and it's just like, yeah, okay. Anyway, so here's here's some numbers. You got to factor also um, that um, some of these places are hot, right? They're an outdoor state and they may not get affected that much. But listen to these per capita rates. So these are people that have received... That, that got coronavirus, okay? So the death rate per capita is pretty much the same. There's some slight differences, and actually some states uh, like Florida do better with the death rate than Michigan. However, again, they are an outside state. But what the number I'm going to give you is the number of people that got affected by it, and here's what concerns me, not the deaths. I'm not afraid of dying from coronavirus, uh, COVID-19. I'm not. I'm young. I'm healthy. Um, I will get fully vaccinated. There's no question about that. And here's why. Because there was a time where I thought, I'm not going to get that vaccine for what? I'm young, I'm healthy if I get it. And then I started knowing one person, two people, three people, four people, five people, half a dozen people. Now I can't even count how many people I know who are having trouble with their lungs and their heart. Six months later, nine months later, 
just the other day I spoke to someone. They go, Freddie, I, I, I can't I, I can't ride like I did a year ago at this day, this time. A year later, only a year later, you know, my age, it's not gonna have that big of a difference. It's really not. He said he just feels very winded when he rides now. And then I, I know a friend who says they feel very winded when they run. They can't get that run in like they used to. Now, is it going to be that way forever? I don't know. But I don't want to take that chance. So I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to get vaccinated. I'm going to stay six feet away from people because I don't want that. I, I don't care about getting it. I'm not worried about dying. I don't want those long-term effects. So here we go. So uh, factoring, this is, uh, you know, factoring in population density, heat, all that stuff. So North Dakota, South Dakota, 12,814 per 100,000 um, uh, contracted or, uh, the coronavirus, okay? In Florida, 9,056 per 100,000. In Michigan, um, which, you know, we have a Detroit, Detroit is a, a big hub. Listen to this number, 6,569 per 100,000. Uh, somebody might say, oh, that's only 2,000 less than Florida. Blah, blah. You know what? That's 2,000 less people that um, are, are not going to have long-term uh, effects, right? They may not have long-term effects from COVID-19. So, yeah, I'm sorry, uh, you know, Mr. DeSantis and, you know, uh, South Carolina governor, you know, uh, you know, that woman from South Carolina, uh, as Donald Trump called our, our governor. Um, you, you are wrong. Okay, what you are doing without a mask mandate, without social distancing, without limiting the amount of people that can gather, what you are doing is increasing the risk of these people from having long-term uh, scar tissue damage on their lungs and heart. I know it's all I know it's all political to you guys. Uh, you can't tell us what to do. Okay, but the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. Okay, so wear your mask, and if you want to wear a mask that says you're smiling, then. Uh, check out the uh, uh, Freddie, uh, the Freddie Mac, www.thefreddiemacshow.com and and uh, check out that awesome face mask that I have. So the long-term effects actually scare the hell out of me. Um, and that's the only time herd immunity can happen. Well, herd immunity can happen without a vaccination. However, uh, millions and millions of people are going to have to die. So, which, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think we're, I think we're in a society where we want to do whatever we can to stay alive, right, and live the longest that we can without any long-term effects. That's why we're a seatbelt. It's not a hundred percent that it's going to save us. That's why we drive the speed limit. Not a hundred percent that it's going to save us if we get in a car accident. Um, but these regulations are there for a reason. Um, so, if you're so against, you know, this mask and this vaccination, it just kills me why you're not against so many other things that are out there. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, wear a mask and, uh, listen to the experts and get, uh, vaccinated for sure. Um, so there's a rumor going on. This is just absolutely insane to me. It goes again to the topic. You actually believe that shit that, and this was actually confirmed by a friend of mine who had a conversation with somebody and because he, he's, he's got the first dose of the vaccine and he was telling somebody that he got it. And he goes, oh, my God, you got that biochip in you? Oh, my God. I, I just, listen, if you want to be an anti-vaxxer, you want to promote that, you know, vaccinations, you know, are not good for you. Hey, I can get, I, I, I could talk to you about that. If from the get-go we started with herd immunity with every virus that we got, sure. I mean, and actually, it, that would control the population more than anything. So this theory 
that Bill Gates is developing where you can eat, how you can eat, and a biochip and vaccinations to control the population, that's kind of weird to me because, if anything, the population is going to increase uh, when we find uh, more and better ways to stay alive. So that doesn't make any sense to me. There's no biochip. Listen, I got a phone. I have a car called a Tesla. You, you can't, I can search, I can search somewhere um, on, a, on a website, you know that, and then go to your phone and it's scrolling on your feed uh, from on Facebook. You are constantly being monitored. You are constantly being watched. That's it. I mean, uh, I don't, you know, yeah. Do they have a right? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I, I don't know. All I, all I know is that if you think that this is it, like Bill Gates has developed this, uh, uh, these vaccines around the world and he's part of this uh, COVID-19 deal to uh, vaccinate us, to monitor us, I, I can't help wondering what is it about you that's so important that Bill Gates would want to follow you? I, I don't think I'm that important. <laughs> I think it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So, um, again... I can have a debate with somebody who uh, is an anti-vaxxer. There's a lot of evidence out there that suggests that, you know, maybe we overdo it. We're too clean of a society and we don't let uh, people get sick. And that's why we have so many more allergies nowadays to peanuts, et cetera. So I actually spoke to an allergist about that. I said, why is that there's so many people allergic to everything every single day? And he said, Fred, let me ask you a question. If you had the measles, mumps, and chicken pox, I said, yeah, there was no vaccinations at the time. He goes, how'd you do? I said, it sucked. I remember as a kid, it sucked. I wanted to scratch. He goes, so you suffered for a little bit. I said, yeah, I did. And uh, he said, how often do you get sick right now? I said, I don't. I don't get sick. I just don't get sick. I can't remember the last time I had the flu. That's a vaccination that I will not take. You will not find, you, you catch me dead taking that vaccination. At a 30%, um, uh, a 30 percent rate of uh, saving you from getting uh, or causing you from getting the uh, flu vaccine why would i take the flu vaccine why give me something that's 95 100 percent. even if it was i'm not going to take that thing every single year i'm just not going to do it unless they can prove to me that it's going to cause some long-term effects like COVID 19 but yeah the flu vaccine is something that i will not take and i get a lot of grief from it from a lot of people but not going to happen uh but the but the COVID 19 sure I'll take it all day. Yeah, all day. Because I don't want I don't want any scar tissue damage. And that could cause some long-term uh, effects. Um, even worse than not being able to run like you used to, right? Maybe COPD. I don't know. You know, it's because it's causing scar tissue on the on the lungs. So so if I if you want to burn your mask, I guess you need to burn your seatbelt and everything else that goes around with keeping you safe. So now I wanna kind of let's see here, kind of wrap this up a little bit. And, but first, I want to um, I, I, I want to thank somebody, and of course, I know he's not listening to this, but I don't know, maybe someday he might get a hold of it. Uh, but thank you, Joe Biden. Right? People, you know, you hear a lot of things, and why isn't Joe Biden doing this? Why isn't Joe Biden? Why hasn't he had a press conference? Why all oh, this? Blah, blah, blah. It's actually kind of nice. I don't want to hear from him. I, I don't want to hear from him every day. I don't want to hear a tweet from him every day. I, I, I don't want to hear from, look at all these executive orders. Look at this, look at this, look at the Donald Trump signed 220 exec, executive orders while he was uh, in his first term. And I think like something like three quarters of these executive orders that uh, Biden had were, were overturning 
what Donald Trump overturned, which was overturning uh, Joe Biden, or, I'm sorry, Barack Obama's executive orders. So, and I want to talk about executive orders because I got an indication from one of my friends who's a Trump supporter that he clearly doesn't understand the difference between uh, signing an executive order and having something get passed um, uh, through Congress. Now, I can't say I'm an expert at it either. However, I know that there are certain things that uh, a president can sign into an executive order, small little things here and there, you know. But when it comes to uh, the budget, when it comes to the military budget, when it comes to infrastructure bills, uh, when it comes to COVID relief, when it comes to anything financial, when it comes to stuff like that, you have to go through the House, the Senate, and then, of course, the executive branch where the president either signs the bill or he uh, sends it back. He vetoes it or he doesn't sign it. Okay, I forget what they call that. They call it a pocket veto. Uh, so, because a friend asked me, he goes, where's that $1,400 that he said he was going to promise us? Why didn't we get it right away like he said? Well, we actually kind of are getting it right away. He's been president now for, let's see, January, February, uh, two months. So calm down, relax. I know Fox News wants to tell you all this stuff, but you cannot sign an executive order to give every American $1,400, $600. When that $600 came into play, when Donald Trump was in office, it was not an executive order. It was a bill that went through the House, the Senate, and then signed by him. And we had to wait for it because he wanted to make sure his name was uh, on the on the check, okay, that it came from him. It didn't come from him. It came from Congress. So please try to understand the difference between an executive order and something that has to go through Congress, okay? So when he said that to me, I think he was a little confused. So to make it even simpler for him, I sent him, remember that cartoon from uh, Schoolhouse Rock, all right, Mr. Bill, right? So I sent that to him. I said, this is how a bill gets passed. This is how stimulus gets passed. You cannot sign an executive order to make a stimulus package. You, you can't do that. You got to go through Congress to do that. So, And then he um, questioned me on the gas prices. And again, I had to educate him that why? what did Joe Biden do to make gas prices go up? Well, the Keystone Pipeline. Well, no, that really didn't have anything to do with it. But, and then I said, can you send me an article that proved that that Keystone Pipeline that wasn't even built yet um, affected the oil? And mostly in Canada, from what I understand, where this Keystone Pipeline goes. Again, nothing. I said, let me explain to you supply and demand. Okay. And also, let me explain to you OPEC. So our gas prices did. Uh, uh, trickle up because of what happened in Texas as well as a little some price uh, price wars going on with Saudi Arabia and um, uh, the Soviet Union so at uh, Russia it had nothing to do with us or the presidency you can't make a link to the presidency that would be like me you know uh, and I'm not a fan of George W. Bush uh, with his uh, you know Middle Eastern policies back during 9-11 but I'm not going to blame him for the five dollar a gallon gas prices that's ridiculous it doesn't make any sense you can't do that so um so i had to send them that i you know sometimes these people just you have to educate them and it's sad i i think it's really sad that they don't know the basics you know this is stuff that you learned actually in civics class maybe that's the problem 
Uh, they don't have a civics class anymore. They want it. They want to dumb you down even more. Uh, like, um, you know, it, it's, it's like they want you to be stupid. They don't want you to be educated. They want you to. And again, sure, we all get sucked into, is that true? You know? Oh, yeah. But you know what? We got Google at our fingertips, right? You can cross-reference. You can, you can do all kinds of stuff. You can start asking other sources, uh, listen to the news, compile the information, and bingo, right? Uh, there's one station I wouldn't listen to if my life depended on it, and that's Fox News. Now, there's a difference between sensationalizing, um, you know, uh, screaming and yelling to make your point, okay, and outright lying, right? So, you know, when you, when you listen to Fox, I hear opinion, I hear lies, I hear outrageous claims, I mean, and that doesn't mean I'm a Democrat. That just means I'm using common sense. I'm using logic. I'm listening. I'm going, what did he just say? Okay. And then you go to CNN and you listen, you go, oh yeah. Okay. That corresponds with that. That corresponds with that. They had somebody that had a witness there. Oh, that's true. Now Cuomo sometimes to me goes a little overboard with his cessationalizing and all reporters do that. But, um, you're going to get more truth out of somebody like CNN or your local channel uh, than you are from Fox News any day. Um, so, but um, that's my fun with um, you actually believe that shit. <laughs> so let's just let's get along here. Let's just listen to the signs. Yes, a year uh, went by and um, it was tough. It was hard. Uh, we, we had to do things that we didn't want to do. We were uncomfortable. Some people lost their business. But, you know, there's always a silver lining. There's always a reason for everything. And, um, you know, this wasn't a financial crash. So we will rebound. There's no question about that. Uh, and I, I think it's going to be a great summer. I, I really think I, my, my prediction is, and I've, I said this a couple months ago. Well, I said this when Joe Biden started signing executive orders and working on COVID relief that, you know what? This is what you call warp speed. This is when warp speed is going to really come into play. And um, he's doing it. And I, I, I honestly think by the end of May, uh, we are going to be, I think our governor is going to say no mask mandate unless companies want to still require a mask. That's fine. That's up to them. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm done. I'm ready to be 100% vaccinated. I'm ready to um, you know wear my mask, but again, not wear my mask. Um, so I don't understand what, what happened with come together as Americans and all of a sudden, uh, something that's killed, uh, millions and millions of people around the world, um, over half a million in this country, all of a sudden has become some sort of, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, bargaining chip, if you will, um, or some, some political thing. And it just, it, it drives me nuts. But anyway, Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, next show coming up is going to be about dating. And let me tell you, I got some stuff to say about that. And then after that, we're going to have an amazing, wonderful woman uh, talk about her experience and her uh, recovery from cancer. And it's it, she she's just a, an, an absolute uh, inspiration to me. I, I love talking to her. I love getting to know her. And her, her story needs to be heard, uh, plain and simple. So... All right, folks, make sure you go to the website, www.thefreddymacshow.com. Remember, that's Freddie with a Y, F-R-E-D-D-Y, and then M-A-K, show, thefreddymacshow.com. You can find the mask there. Also, links to all the uh, podcast platforms 
uh, as well as the YouTube channel. Please make sure you subscribe, hit the notification button on the podcast channel uh, or your uh, podcast platform, as well as the YouTube channel to get uh, up and coming uh, episodes. And you could also um, uh, sign, um, send me your email and uh, I'll send you emails when upcoming episodes uh, come up as well. That's also on the, on the website. So, all right. Thanks again for listening. Love you all. Spread the love, spread the joy. Uh, if you don't purchase this face mask, doesn't matter. Wear a face mask, uh, and, um, life will be good. We're going to have, this is going to be a great epic summer. It's going to be a great summer for businesses. It's going to be a great summer to get those hugs that we miss so much back from everybody, from our family, our friends, and, and everybody. So be kind, everybody. Love you all, and we will see you next time. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Freddie Mac Show. For more information on the Freddie Mac Show, please visit www.thefreddiemacshow.com. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day.